and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I had the pleasure of speaking with Eileen. And Eileen is my mom. So spoiler alert, she's my mom. And she's awesome. And you're going to get to hear some of her wisdom. Tomorrow's her birthday. She's going to be 75. So wish her a happy birthday. And we talked about how things change as you age and how she kind of was expecting a, you know, the aging process to not be as good as it is. So maybe she was dreading it or fearful about it. But now that she's 75 and she's retired and uh, life is just completely different, there are so many wonderful things that she's experiencing as a result of having more time and slowing down and being able to appreciate life and creating community. And so she dropped some real pearls of wisdom around, you know, what's what's been wonderful for her, but also like, I'm 52. And so, you know, when we're in our 40s and 50s and 60s, what we can do to kind of have a different perspective about aging and not be scared of it or thinking that it's just gonna be terrible because there are lots of wonderful things about growing old and our society definitely does not put enough appreciation on that. So whether you're in your 30s or 40s or your 80s, doesn't matter. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode with my mom. Hello, Eileen. How are you doing today? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, how are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm uh, kind of excited uh, to talk about this subject, this aging subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's it's such a relevant topic. I think, like you mentioned earlier, there there are women and men, but you know, we're mostly talking to women here. Mm-hmm. You know, you start thinking about aging in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. <laughs> so it's a very relevant topic. So I, and by the way, I am aware that tomorrow is your 75th birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we can use that to kick off our conversation. Like, how are you feeling about that? Well, I, I'm feeling like it's a big number. And I'm also feeling really comfortable about it, more than mm. I thought that I would be. Yeah. Well, that's you know, that's good to hear. You know, because you do think about that when you're younger. You think, oh, when I'm this age, when I'm that age, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm feeling okay and just kind of looking at things that, you know, like what what my experiences are now with this time of my life, you know, and how different it is, you know, looking at like just the change in goals. Mm. They become a lot more, I think a lot more simple, you know, like I would say right now, my goals are to maintain strength, balance mm. and mobility. Mm -hmm. I would never think that when I was younger, you know, that would be just a given. True. True. But, you know, that's very true that most people just take it for granted. Like in our, you know, I'm 52. And so I don't take it for granted because I know better, but I think a lot of us, a lot of people do. And then all of a sudden you don't have that strength and that balance. 
<laughs> so I, I think it's great that it's it's very uh, top of mind for you right now. But it would be great if people started thinking about it earlier. Absolutely, and and what I'm also thinking about is supporting that health, that you know the strength, and you know what I do have, supporting it with what I do with what I eat, with the experiences I have, with the movement that I choose to do, you know, the, the things that are important. I, I want to add one other thing that I think has, has been a big piece, and that is communicating with others, like huh. community. Yeah. When I worked, I didn't have that same sense of community because I was always tied up with all the little details of work and housekeeping and, you know, like the everyday maintenance that that has to be done. Did you feel like you had a community then? Or was it kind of like, I work and then on the weekends, I just want to decompress? Yeah, well, on the weekends, I shopped for food, I cleaned, I did the laundry. And sometimes I spend time with family, but I never really had time for developing friendships and things outside the home and the family like I do now. And I think that's a big, I've come to the conclusion that that's a big piece of health for me, you know, having that. And, you know, other things that that Mm -hmm. I think have come up are, I feel like I have an increased capacity for appreciation. I think Mm. the emotions somehow become deeper. And this is not just from me, but from other people that that I talk to. I never used to spend any time with people my age. In my Mm. work, everyone was younger. Mm -hmm. Even my co-workers were younger. I was always the oldest. So I never really had that, you know, that sense of how older people feel and think and and function in the world. Which, which I think is distinctly different from this point yeah. of view. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there's so much. There's so much there. It's a different perspective. Yeah, and I feel like you know, like the everyday things are more pleasurable. I would even say joyful. Like this morning, I walked outside to take out the compost. And it was a little chilly, and the grass was wet, and I was barefoot, and it was like so pleasurable. I was so happy to be alive walking <laughs> on the cold grass. You know, it was uh-huh. like a joy. You know, I just think that things, things like that, and also a more immediate awareness about the effects of food and experience and and movement on my body. Like the next day, uh-huh. I can feel when I have certain, you know. When I eat ice cream, I can tell in the morning. I can, I feel it. Yeah. You know, that's just an example, but it, it could be something I did. It could be something I ate. It could be emotional exposure to something that was, you know, unpleasant, maybe. I can feel it in my body more now than I ever did when I was younger. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like you're really, you're talking about health from a very holistic perspective. And I'm sure that's your 75 years of wisdom that's speaking there. (laughs) But I think it's important to keep that in mind that, you know, it's not just, oh, I work out or, oh, I eat well. It's like appreciation and community and maybe even just small experiences that all kind of come together to define health 
for you, which I think is 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 a really important reminder. Yeah, yeah, I I think that it does, you know. And that was, I never used to just have uh, a cup of tea or a leisurely meal with a friend before. Yeah, that just didn't yeah. happen because I was always so busy. I was just thinking those kind of experiences. They feed you. They energize you. Yeah, that's so interesting. So when you're working, you you you're missing out on a lot of that stuff because you just don't have time, right? Or at least that was my perception. But I think it was true. You know, <laughs> there was a lot to right. do, and I feel like you know, as far as the relationships and there's there's a sense of community now. You know, I get involved with church, with yoga, with groups like the Healthy Sisterhood new friendships, uh, and all of that seems to increase my, my vibration, you know, and increase my peace. Yeah. What do you mean your vibration and your peace? Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. I mean that I, when I say my vibration is higher, I think of it as my mood is better. Okay. Yeah. So, so just from interacting with people your age. Well, interaction with anybody, but Mostly now the new the new thing is that I'm interacting with people that are not working. So they're more like my age, you know, seniors. Yeah, that's so interesting. I'm just thinking about how like most of us go our whole life, you know, working and yes, we have friends and yes, we have relationships. But after you retire, it sounds like things just kind of slow down and you're able to appreciate life more, which is awesome. It makes me feel hopeful about, because sometimes I think about, you know, being 72, I'm 20 years from now when I'm 72, what's that going to be like? It's like a lot of what you're describing is all stuff I want now. (laughs) I don't want to wait until I'm 72. (laughs) I know, and I feel like that. I feel like life is so good right now. You know, I always worried about how it was going to be, and too bad I didn't know it was good. Yeah, right. All that worrying for nothing. Hmm. Hmm. That never happens in life, right? <laughs> wow. Is there is there anything you would do differently knowing what you know now? Uh, you know, I I was trying to I was thinking about that and I I think, you know, don't do anything. I I think I wouldn't do things that I didn't really want to do. Like right now, I don't do anything that does not make me happy unless it's absolutely necessary. Wow. There are doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and things like that that you have to, you know, (laughs) (laughs) maybe have to go to. But I don't, you know, I really am very good about uh, saying no to things more than I used Mm. to. I I don't overschedule myself. In fact, I don't schedule more than one thing a day. Mm-hmm. Like I might do more than one thing a day, but one you know one thing that's scheduled is enough for the day, and the rest is what I. But but I couldn't really have done that before. I guess that doesn't answer your question. Right. No, I. But I think it's. So everybody talks about learning how to create boundaries and saying no. Like, I think that's very, very popular these days for, you know, working professional women, you know, women who are juggling work and children and all of that stuff, the necessity for boundaries. So I think that's, you know, yes, I mean, if you're not retired, you can't do that 100%, but do it more. 
And I think, like you said, I think a lot of times we say yes to things when we really want to say no. (laughs) And we can say no. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, I, I notice like for me on the weekends, because during the week, my life is so organized and I have a calendar and everything. But on the weekends, my favorite thing, what defines a weekend for me is that I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a plan. Sometimes I like, I'll say, oh, you know, I'm going out to dinner with my friends or I'm going to go to a party or something. But otherwise I'm going to vacuum the house when I do. I'm going to take my walk when I do. Like, I don't have that sense of like scheduling, being scheduled. And that really helps me unwind. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because it's a, when you have something scheduled, it's a pressure. Yeah. Do you yeah. find that you are more creative now that you are less scheduled and, and you know, more appreciative? Are, what, how does that manifest? Are you doing? Well, I have, you know, I paint, I sew, I cook more, I am more creative in my cooking, also more movement, you know, more like structured movement, like yoga or especially yoga now. Oh, I've, I've been doing that three times a week. Mm-hmm. And even though that's something that I go to, I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it on my calendar, but I mostly make it. But I feel like that my activities are more, uh, they're just more enjoyable. You know, mm-hmm. I just do that for myself. I'll, I paint because I like to see the color. Yeah. I, I do projects you know, for like volunteer work, uh, little things, but always, uh, you know, what I choose, how I choose to do it. So that's important to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, so, much, I, so much of life, you don't, don't have that, you know, you have children and, you know, you have, I mean, they have to be fed, they have to be clothed, they have to be, you know, well, you know, you have children. Yeah. Um, so you have that, you have work. So it's, it's very freeing to just do, you know, just do what you want, basically. Yeah. Well, they, I guess it's called the golden years for a reason. For a reason, but I would, so, you know, just going, I, I think one thing that that is important is going and go ahead and do things without analyzing it too much. Like if an opportunity presents itself, don't analyze it so much that you either don't do it or take the joy out of it, but just get right into it. Um, yeah. Not ever feel like you can't learn new things. I'm learning new things right now. Then, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of surprises me. It, you know, I enjoy that. So I'm doing it. Yeah. It sounds like that, like everything that you're describing sounds very healthy, <laughs> you know, like, uh, slowing down, uh, creating, you know, only doing what you want, learning new things, interacting with community, being act- physically active, cooking better food, being in your garden. Like this is all health promote, like really good health promoting stuff. Right. And I, and I think that's what you need as you get older, because I right. imagine that if a person didn't do that, you know, didn't keep their mind open for that, that the health would decline yes uh, you know right. you just grab whatever to eat or you lay around and watch tv i don't, I don't know i yeah you know, 
things and that's, that you hear people say. Right. And it, it's, it ties into what you were saying about how you're more sensitive to things that you do now than you were before. So the, the better you take care of your body, the better you feel. And you have that feedback loop of like, okay, I, I want to keep doing these things because I feel better when I do them. Because life is to be enjoyed. And if you feel good, you enjoy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I just want to bring up something that I've learned in my coach's training is uh, the concept of adrenaline-based energy versus creative energy. And yeah, so the idea is that we, you know, in most people in our daily lives, we really a lot of times run on adrenaline. It's, you know, stress causes that, overcommitting, being overbusy, and also relationship like conflict drives adrenaline as well. And so a lot of times we're in this sort of adrenaline cycle and we don't even realize it. And it's exhausting for the body. You know, the body's starting to break break down because of it. Whereas what you're describing to me sounds nourishing. And so what they say is, you know, either you're running on adrenaline or you're running in flow. And that flow state opens up for creativity. So I think for people who are in the workforce, having that downtime, you know, when you can, and really not, you know, under committing and, and being slow and enjoying the grass, you know, in your toes, the wet grass in your toes, like all of that is actually going to make you more productive during the week because you're allowing that adrenaline to calm down and those creative juices to flow. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think so. That sounds like exactly what it is. Yeah. Sounds like and I think that's, that's one of the keys to the fountain of youth is that flow, that creativity, the opposite of adrenaline. Adrenaline ages us. Stress ages us. You know, over being over busy ages us. Sitting on the couch and doing nothing because you're so exhausted, all of that is aging. So I, I love this. I, I, I think this is fantastic. And I'm so happy for you that you get to experience this. <laughs> well, thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah, it, it is awesome. I'm having a good time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I just want, you know, I guess I want people that are younger to have, to feel that that's possible, you know, not to be so negative about what yeah. aging is. Because I, you know, also one of the things that I've noticed is that sometimes people pay a lot less attention to you. You're kind of invisible, you know, and in a sense that can be very freeing. <laughs> mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. There was a whole TV show around that, uh, Freddie and something. Did you watch that? No. A story about this woman, uh, supposedly true, that she kept, getting, she kept getting on planes and they never noticed her. <laughs> She's taking advantage of that. I love it. Everywhere. Nobody ever noticed it. She was like, but she got caught. And that's how I heard about it. It was like, under <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually she got caught. And I thought, yeah, I, I can understand that. <laughs> you know, people don't remember me. Like I was someplace before and they don't remember. It used to be people remembered me when I came back, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Oh, there's a lot to that. I think this has been a great conversation. 
it just feels good to hear all of this. Like it's, it makes me hopeful and happy. Uh, so thank you for sharing all of this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Eileen, my mom. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. You know, it's just, it's so wonderful to see that my mom is happy, that she's enjoying her life, that she's able to appreciate things, that she has a community. And I, and I hope that you have the same or you are on your own path toward being able to slow down and appreciate and really take time to enjoy life and not be worrying about the future or what people think of you. As my mom said in the in the episode, you know, saying no to things that really don't give you joy, unless you absolutely have to, obviously. But I think being more selective about how we spend our time, it's really important. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more, please check out our blog, which is winweightloss.com forward slash blog. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com forward slash blog. And thank you for listening again. Mm-hmm.